Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first episode of Sake and Sass, the brand new anime, manga, and all things Japan podcast. I am your host, Ashley. With me is a special guest. Hi, I'm Nick. And we will be kind of just jumping into it. Since it's the first episode, I wanted to kind of introduce myself, and then my host will also introduce themselves. Your guest. Okay, yeah, my guest. You're like a co-host. All right, whatever. Words. <laughs> yeah. It's all the same thing. You're here. You're here. I am here. Um, so, like I stated earlier, I am Ashley, and how I got into anime and manga, not including the obvious beginnings of Sailor Moon and Pokemon or Dragon Ball Z for some people, because that was me consuming media not knowing it was anime or manga or anything like that. I mean, I even read chapters of manga not knowing it was manga when I was around five when I first started watching Pokemon and Sailor Moon and all that. But when I first actually consumed it, knowing it was manga, was when I was in the fourth grade, picked up a random manga from the library, and I will out myself and say it was Peach Girl. And that was my first manga. And I kind of just fell in love with it. And it kind of just snowballed from there. My first animes were Inuyasha, Full Metal Alchemist, the original because Brotherhood was not out yet, and a Fooly Cooly. And then it continued to snowball where my dad was really supportive of just learning about different cultures. I think now looking back, it's because he was really into Godzilla. And because, Makes sense. because he was already into it, I was like, oh, maybe that's why he was like, sure. And he took me to a grocery store that sold like a bunch of Japanese food and snacks. And I kind of just fell in love with it. And then on my own, just kept kind of learning about the culture and everything beyond anime and manga. But Nick, how did you get introduced to it? Yeah, so uh, mine is Dragon Ball Z and uh, especially Naruto. Naruto is one of the earliest animes that I watched. Um, my parents used to bowl every Saturday and when we'd get home after they'd be done with their like league games, me and my brother would throw on Toonami and watch that week's episode of Naruto and Dragon Ball Z that would pop on on like Toonami at night and those were very like kind of defining moments for me um and I watched Naruto all the way up until Shippuden and then just kind of fell off as I got into high school and picked it back up uh really when COVID started I never really fell out of love with it it was just I didn't have access to like Crunchyroll um or Hulu really to watch the episodes so I picked that back up uh, a little bit before COVID, but I really got back into it once COVID hit. Nice, nice. Uh, manga is more of a recent thing. I picked that up after uh, just kind of wanting to read more, uh, like, uh, in general. So I picked up manga from the Shonen Jump app, mainly Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, I actually caught up with JJK well before you did. Yeah, it was like a couple weeks. Which was fun because you would watch TikTok and you'd be like, can I watch this? Is there spoilers here? <laughs> I would have to show you the, the TikTok, be like, is this safe to watch? And there were many times where you were like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, that was, um, that's kind of me with manga. Um, really into the culture of Japan. I wasn't super, like, into it, I guess, per se. Like, I knew some things... Uh, but the biggest one was our trip to Japan back in November. Um, that was kind of my biggest, like, look into the culture was that and looking at it, like, before that. Kind of, you know, us watching videos and, like, travel guides and stuff like that. Yeah, I was definitely the one who was really into the culture and everything. A lot more, you know, the customs, like, oh, walk on the left side. <laughs> Even though you did that the least between us. That's because we're dumb Americans and we walk on the right side. And so when you go into another country, it's not, you know, that instant instinct that you have. I will say though, I was walking on the left side in the airport when we were back in America. And I was like, why is everyone in my way? It was very funny. And then I was like, oh, it's because we're back in America and I'm walking on the wrong side of the uh, hall or whatever. Yeah. Now that we have introduced ourselves and kind of gave a brief background into our history with anime, manga, and Japan in general. Let's talk about 2023. Yeah. A, a lot came out. Uh, yeah, there was a lot that came out. A lot of good and a lot of okay anime. I know this one came out 
like the end of 2022, I'm guessing. I can't remember, and I should have looked it up, but Blue Lock was... Uh, Blue Lock was end of 2022 into 2023? Because I think it was a two-core anime. And that was a big surprise for me. I I tend to watch a lot of different anime. I don't kind of stick to one genre. I think the only genre I do not watch is isekais. So I was just like, oh, here's a little sports anime. And I thought it was going to be a fun little sports anime. And I was like, oh, okay. And then the first episode was just like, a, oh, this is some serious ass shit. Yeah, I technically need to go back and rewatch it. I because was going to say, I- I think you watched the first like nine to ten episodes. I well, I think you watched like four episodes while uh, I wasn't around, so I jumped in late. Um, kind of was not. I didn't like pay attention at first. I kind of was just on my phone a lot of the episodes. Yeah, you were I wasn't just there. I was there, not really watching, and then something happened, and I saw a moment, and I was like, "Yo." this is kind of fire. And I was like, all right. And like every week after that, I was like, I'm watching this with you. Yes. Um, I know it was towards the end of the first season because- For core. Or yeah, the first core because of the first opening. And then I remember just in our group chat going on, that second opening is fire. It's, Judgment is such a it's good opening. such a good opening, such a good song. And yeah, so I got that into you. That was a really, even though it was end of 2022, I still count that partially as 2023 because- uh, I think it's technically in Crunchyroll's current awards. I don't think it is. I didn't see it in anything for the current awards. I know Chainsaw Man is, and I thought that was weird. Yeah, well, because Chains- because Chainsaw Man ended in December of 2022. Yeah, I think it's like you know how if a game or a movie comes out yeah. too late in the year, they'll put it into next year's. Yeah, that's fair. So I think that's what happened. I don't know why Blue Lock wasn't. And I could be wrong. I, I didn't really look into it, but just when other people were going over it and no one really mentioned Blue Lock, and I feel like people should have. Yeah. Very good anime. Another friend of mine, which I found out was actually not a lot of people's favorite, was Hell's Paradise. Um, I guess a lot of people didn't like that. I really enjoyed it, and I'm really excited to see where it goes. Yeah, uh, I think it's really good. Um, I have a coworker who watched the entire series and read the entire manga in two days um, because of how good he enjoyed it or how much he enjoyed it. How good he enjoyed it. Uh, yep. You called me a guest and then a host. So you're I don't want to hear it. You're a guest host. I just missed the first word. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really enjoyed Hell's Paradise uh, as well. I think it was very good. Uh, I think the art was very unique a little more. It almost like... Looking back at photos or like screenshots and like remembering it, it's almost like watercolored. Whereas like a lot of other animes are like kind of this more like not that style. But like the the thing that always pops out to me, and I still have like can visualize it, is like Gabimaru's flames. Um, they're very like a uh watercolory red over him, and I think that's like a cool style to go with. It is. Jumping back a little bit, I forgot to mention while we were talking about Blue Lock, the the special comes out in April. Yeah, the Nagi, uh, the Nagi movie. Um, is that going to theaters? Do you remember? I, it is in Japan. They haven't announced a Western release date. Okay, it's probably not gonna be dubbed for a couple months after. Talking about movie theaters, though, Demon Slayer. God, that season. <laughs> wow. Um. Uh, that uh, season. Uh, the Swordsman Village arc was also 2023. Yeah. Not my favorite arc, but fine. I I know we were on the fence about going and seeing the film that's coming out, which it isn't a film. It's just, you know, the last, what, two episodes of the Swordsman Village arc and then the one It's episode. a new episode of- Or it uh, might be the last episode because I think the first episode of the Hashira training arc is an hour long. I think they had announced that's how long it but, was. So that's what they did with the last one too. So with the end of- uh, Season two of the Entertainment District, they did the last, I think, two to three episodes. And then they showed the first episode of Swordsmith Village, which was also an hour yeah. long. Um, I think they're doing the same thing here, where they're doing two to three episodes and then the hour long uh, Hushra well, training. It's going to be two or not three episodes. I It's one or, or two. I can't remember. I think the difference between us going and seeing the last one, the Entertainment, was because the Entertainment District arc was by far my favorite in the show. Oh yeah, seeing the Tengen fight in, like, I loved it, watching it, and it was funny, because you and I basically binged Demon Slayer right before going to that in theaters, so it we weren't even, like, a week 
after we had just watched those episodes rewatching them. Yeah. And seeing the Tengen fight not only once but twice and in 4K the second time was honestly amazing. Uh it's one of my favorite fights. Uh my favorite moment is when he saves Tandro and he's like uh, I've perfected my technique. We're going to win this. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's coming out. And I know you weren't sure if you were gonna wanna see that in theaters next month because it comes out the end of February. Okay. I probably will just because I want to be up to date on and I love the idea of the uh the, you know the Hashira training arc. I'm no. curious as to what they're gonna do because it's such a short arc in the manga. Um, from what I've read they're going to be pulling from the light novels. Okay. Um. So there's light novels, or I think I think they're light novels. They might be one shots, but they follow Giyu and Rengoku. That's specifically me because Giyu is my favorite. He is. <laughs> so if I can see him more, that's fine with me. Because yeah, I think they're gonna base it off of. Let me pull up because I have the favorites for that. Uh, or I have that favorited on the Shonen Jump app. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be the the stories of water and flame, which are four chapters that kind of like are two stories that are like Giyu and Rengoku, the water and fire Hashira, the flame mm-hmm. Hashira. Yeah. So. so that's. Did they announce that the if the new season was continue? I'm guessing it's continuing this year because they wouldn't release something in a movie theater and then. No, so it's it's slated for spring. Um, they're doing the same thing they did last year where they showed the one episode early in theaters. So it's going to be like, oh, that's coming out end of February, but spring, which will be like end of March, early April is when the season's going to start. Yeah. It's usually like the beginning of April because it's like quarterly each of the seasons. So end of March would be the end of that first quarter. Yep. Another hit out of nowhere, Heavenly Delusion. Yeah. Or Tengoku Daimekyo in its Japanese title, if people aren't sure what it is, um, or like know it as one or not the other. Uh, yeah, that was really good. Very dark. It was very dark. It was another one of those out of left field, like, oh, what's this going to be? And then it just like, it punched you in the feels because there was a lot of emotional scenes and just these heart wrenching storylines that are there. And it kind of left the season ended with all these questions. And I don't even think it's been. They, I think they, they didn't announce a season two. Yeah. And I think it's because, so it's on Hulu, uh, which is owned by Disney. And a lot of people see that as kind of like an anime place to die. Yeah. Um, Tokyo Revengers went there. And from everything I've heard, the like recent seasons of Tokyo Revengers, not as good. Um, because everyone loved Tokyo Revengers when it came out. I felt like it was heavily talked about. Uh, but like now, I don't really hear anyone talk about it. Yeah. Well, it was interesting because it... Heavenly Delusion was one of those animes that were like top of the yeah it was it was topping like charts yeah and Annie Trends I follow them a lot on Twitter and everything and it was always number one and that's what got me to start watching it and I started watching it with like eight nine episodes already into it It was like towards the end of this season and I was like okay well let me catch up really quickly and so I did and then you know watched the last episode the day the episode came out and was just blown away and I was like oh my god this was great and a lot of people just weren't talking about it but it was still popular but it didn't get a second season at least right away because we know how that works now with you know chainsaw man took a year to get an announcement of a continuation let's go the raise arc um yeah so uh and we kind of glossed over chainsaw man i didn't know if you wanted to talk about that in our 2023 recap well because chainsaw man wasn't out in 2023 i know but it is (laughs) in the awards um So, like, if we can talk about Chainsaw Man, I guess, if you want to talk about Chainsaw Man, but like, pedal back to that real quick. Phenomenal anime. I loved it. I thought it was so good. Yeah, it was good. Um, I I think, I think you enjoyed it more than I enjoyed it. I, it was fine, but I wouldn't say it was like my favorite anime. And it's really funny because, uh, I'm caught up with the manga for Chainsaw Man. You aren't. I've read like 10 chapters and I kind of trailed off on, I started reading Naruto. Yeah, you, you (laughs) kind of stopped. And, uh, it's funny because I talk about this with that same coworker I mentioned before. Um, reading it week to week is rough right now. Like the story isn't as good on the week to week basis. I think if I went back and like binged what is considered the part two, um, I would enjoy it more because I felt 
like that's how I enjoyed consuming the early half of that manga. I'm going to talk about an anime you did not watch, but okay. it's one of my favorites. Can I take a guess what it was? Well, the other two that we would talk besides this one you have watched, so go on. Is it My Happy Marriage? It is My Happy Marriage. Um, I just wanted something that was really nice and fun and cute, and that's not what My Happy Marriage is. That title is deceiving, because it is, while a romance anime, it is also a supernatural anime. It was on Netflix, and it really just punches you in the gut with feelings. And then, I, like I said, supernatural elements. Was not expecting the supernatural elements. So when all of a sudden, one of the characters is fighting demons i'm like what where did this come this is a thing in this i was just thought it was going to be a fun little happy romance like and slice of life like a slice of life life romance whatever and no it was just a whole lot more but it has a second season coming and i am very excited for that because i need more of that yeah uh, I was double checking the Crunchyroll Awards. Uh, Blue Lock is not nominated for anything, but I got to the end, which is the best English voice actors. And, oh, and Nezuko being on there? Nezuko's voice actors uh, nominated, which, uh, spoiler alerts for the season three of Demon Slayer, all she says is good morning and like growls. Like there's no other dialogue that this character really gives. There's it. And it's insane because we want to highlight voice actors, like, especially like here in america english voice actors because a lot of people give them bad reps because the, they're like oh it's not as good as the japanese there are phenomenal english voice actors yeah like uh bryce pappenbrook right there's we can give a list of so many amazing english voice actors not saying that this voice actor doesn't deserve recognition for their work but to specifically <laughs> say nezuko in the season, season of demon slayer where she <laughs> says two things you go what yeah, it's it's kind of the most, like, wild thing out there. It is pretty crazy. Yeah. So then we're going to save the big one for last. Yeah. So I'm going to the next one, which was something I wanted to start. I didn't know if you were going to. I think you uh, you did start it with me, didn't you, at the beginning? Because I sent you the Apothecary Diaries. Yes, yeah, sorry. The Apothecary Diaries. It's like, what other fucking name? I didn't did know. I didn't know. You you could just say it and I would have known. Um. Yeah, I was I was like, whatever. I, didn't, I don't think I ever watched the trailers. I watched the one trailer you sent in a group chat with us and a couple friends yeah and i went oh that looks like a little cute and then i watched it with you no i didn't you watched the so when the first two episodes came out well it was the first, first three. three yeah you watched them we watched them separately oh, i watched them and then you went oh i'll watch it and so then you watched it later yep uh much faster than heavenly delusion <laughs> Where you were 10 episodes ahead of me. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Um, well, I remember seeing the trailer. I tend to watch a lot of the trailers on Crunchyroll as they get posted to hype up for the, the upcoming season and everything just to kind of get a feel if I want to watch something or not, or at yeah. least give it a shot. Because like I said, I kind of watch almost all anime except for isekais. And so I'm kind of like, oh, if I know it's for sure not an isekai, I will probably give it a shot or a chance and everything. And, then, yeah. and when I watched the Apothecary Diaries trailer and read a little bit into it i was like oh this sounds fantastic and then i it's been one of my favorite animes in recent years yeah um i think it's very good uh i really i think what got it for me uh i'll be honest was that they released three episodes in the first go that's what i've heard i've heard that if they had released just the first episode people might not have liked it as much yeah i probably would not have kept up with it like i have been uh with you i probably would have watched the first episode went it's okay and then just kind of would have done what i did with blue lock and you would have watched it and i would have sat on my phone or i just would have watched it when you weren't around that too yeah. uh that could have happened so but it's still going on now and uh, it's still as good as it was yeah. last year core 2 is going on we're not even close to halfway through core 2 i don't think i think we're four or five up no we're we're four episodes in? yeah so we're we're almost halfway through core 2 yeah, it's gonna be 12 up it's 24 episode season so if we're only four episodes in core 2 so we're we 16 we... episodes in well i'm at 12 and 12 yeah so if we're looking at the next chunk of 12 we're four we're not halfway through i said almost halfway yeah okay <laughs> what's not halfway through that's almost halfway is it not no, we're on episode five. Oh, I said, whatever. <laughs> because I know we're going to talk about another anime and we're going to say it's almost halfway done. And someone will go back and be like, well, you said Apothecaries wasn't almost halfway done. <laughs> 
Fuck we're almost it. halfway done with court two. We're halfway done with the season. We're almost halfway done with court two. Yeah. That was uh, another, yeah, that's another not surprising hit because I, I tend to go, oh, anything I want to watch is probably fantastic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not entirely the case. Yeah. But I was very happy that it did turn out to be so good. To the fact that I'm starting to buy all the manga, if I can find them, it's legitimately sold out everywhere I You found go. chapter one? Or did you- Volume one. Volume one. Did you buy one or one and two? I bought volume one and two. Okay. That's right. Because we always find three. Yeah, I was finding three everywhere and was right ready to just buy three and buy one and two online or something but then we found one and two elsewhere and i was like i'm buying them yeah um do we want to talk about the big one no i think we would just skip it okay that's fine obviously the big anime of 2023 was jjk season two hidden hidden inventory arc and the Shibuya arc. Yeah, they were both phenomenal. Um, they, they were fantastic. Uh, watching week to week was very good. I think, because when did you pick up the manga? In relative terms of like when we started the anime. I picked up the manga when we started season two. Yeah. During that break. They had that like three week break between oh. the hidden inventory arc and Shibuya. Yeah. And I, after the hidden inventory arc, I went, you know what? I want to wa- I want to know what's about to happen. And so I was like, I'll just read it and then i like within a week i had caught up to the manga that was happening during the year of one piece but um yeah so i picked it up god we were a couple episodes into shibuya already um i i just kind of was like i didn't want to pick it up i wanted to be anime only for jjk because i was like i love my my thing on like reading manga versus watching anime for a long time was i love how fights look in anime yeah. basically growing up on naruto and dragon ball z it was like the the fights were super important. So seeing that and just seeing the motion that they put in was so good. Uh like the Mechamaru fight is so good. And yeah, I think it was it like right at the end of Mechamaru fight that you were like, I'm gonna read the manga. I think it was like a week or two after. I can't I remember. Th- we we had already ran into Yuji in okay. Shibuya. There was something that happened, I think, within the anime that made you switch into I'm going to read the manga. Oh. Something happened and I can't remember no, what No, I know what it was. I remember distinctly. It was so something happened happened in both the manga and the anime. So in the mm-hmm. anime, Gojo gets sealed. Correct. And something big happens in the manga that week. Yeah. So I think I got I got that a little bit spoiled for me, which was the worst. But a lot of people got that spoiled for them. But I kind of took it on the chin and I was like, well, all right. And I picked up the manga from chapter one, like right then and there, because I had just finished catching up on my hero's manga. Okay. Right before that. That was the thing was I didn't want to read, try to catch up on both at the same time because my hero's manga was almost 400 chapters on top of JJK's 200-something chapters that I was just like, ah, I fully caught up on both, though, and still going strong. But that was, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the Hidden Inventory arc? Uh, Hidden Inventory is so good. Um, I know Gege Yakutami hates Gojo. Uh, It's his least favorite character, but I would love, and my favorite thing about the Hidden Inventory is Gojo and Ghetto just kind of gooning it out as high schoolers. Yeah, I wish there was more yep. of that. Like, a spinoff series or something. I want more Gojo and Ghetto, yeah. like, stories and adventures and shenanigans. The- Light-hearted fun, like, not, hey, everyone's dying or people are being shot or hunted down or whatever. Like, I just, when you saw those scenes of them just being playful high schoolers, I just wanted more of that. And I love Ghetto, and... I think the problem with spinoffs, and I've kind of, like, accepted this, is there isn't, like, a whole lot of time for it. Because premature, or sorry, not premature, well, hidden inventory premature death uh, takes place their first year at Jujutsu High. Yeah. Uh, well, the premature, the hidden inventory part, the premature death, the fifth episode of the season, takes place their second year of Jujutsu High. Right, but actually this time before that arc. Well, that's to assume that they know each other. Um, Since Jujutsu High is a high school, uh, there's no guarantee that they knew each other. Well, they can just make it. He's the author. <laughs> he can make it where they, they know each other and have it set up of like, oh, have it, you know, as a big uh fan of the Gojo Ghetto ship, you know, it could be this enemies to lovers type of thing. Yeah. Adding enemies to friendship, you know, and they could have had that, had that fun little, that little ride there. Yeah. I uh, just, I just wanted to see more of that. I want... Their dynamic is so fun. 
you know, the whole yin-yang thing. And No, I definitely am a big fan of the two of them, like, kind of gooning it out. Uh, yeah. I think that's super fun. Um, like, I would love to see, like, the opening from that is... I listen to it still, um, and I love to see the animation of just kind of the cockiness of Gojo as he jumps out of the building. Yeah. And, like, the dragon, or, yeah, and the dragon comes up behind him and he rides on it. Like, that was so cool. And, like, obviously we didn't, like, see that happen in the anime. I like how you said, that song, I like it, I still listen to it, as if, like... (laughs) Just like, I don't listen to that music anymore. Well, sometimes I don't listen to songs anymore. Happens. I forget about songs a lot. Well, that's fine. But just, it sounded like, I I like it. I still listen to it. It's still on two playlists. I I have it on multiple playlists. Yeah. (laughs) And so like the idea that it's still on playlists is pretty impressive for me. Um, so like that idea. And like, I would love to see like more of the two of them just fighting people that think they're stronger, uh, because they're not. Uh, they are, because Gojo and Ghetto are two special great sorcerers, of which we've only seen four. Yeah. Uh, so there is literally, like, nobody stronger. Yeah. Uh, it'd be fun to watch, even though I know that they'd win every fight. I'd watch it. They don't have to win every fight. They would, though. Could you, you can't, I can't see them outside of what we saw in the season, them losing. I don't think they would lose more than what they did in the season probably not but they could gojo wouldn't ghetto maybe (laughs) uh i mean people feared gojo when he was like five years old fair i suppose that's true yeah we kind of that was kind of touched upon in the shibuya part that would be fun that dynamic of like ghetto's like i'm not afraid of you bitch (laughs) like the gojo being offended like what I like that I understand so like fun. that that would be interesting to see like the idea of how Gojo is definitely the stronger between the two um because of the abilities that he has but Ghetto also being a exceptionally strong person with an exceptionally strong ability kind of going toe to toe with him as they first meet because they definitely didn't start as friends Mm -hmm. i i would like to think that they didn't i would like to think that they had their odds uh well yeah enemies to lovers i said that they're not lovers not officially in your universe but mine (laughs) not officially um i don't know gage akatami was hinting at some heavy ass shit (laughs) I think I know what you're talking about because I've seen so many memes about it. Um, But that's manga stuff. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So kind of jumping past those first five episodes, what did you think of Shibuya? I thought it was great. I gained some love for some new characters. Which ones? My boy Chozo. Makes sense. You like Sully from Monsters, Inc. (laughs) I don't. Uh, He is referencing a TikTok that (laughs) went... This is your personality, depending (laughs) on who you like in JJK. And Chozo, funny enough, was like, you used to like Megumi, which Megumi is also my boy. But now you changed your mind and went to Chozo. Or like, you've decided to switch it up to do something different. Yeah, but you you went to Chozo. You also like Sully from Monsters, (laughs) Inc. You also probably like Sully from Monsters, Inc. I get a random message that's like, do you like Sully from Monsters, Inc.? And I was like, where did this question come from? It's 8.30 in the morning on a Thursday. Yep. And I then came across it myself and went, oh, that's where that question came from. I got it. Yeah. But Chozo, I love Mahito. Oh, the the fact that his voice actor didn't, the Japanese, because I haven't watched the uh, dub, the Japanese voice actor for Mahito didn't get a nomination for best voice actor Wild. is Highway Robbery. It's insane. Fantastic. Uh, it made me enjoy Mahito as a character because like when I read through the manga, I was like, ah, he's whatever. Like he's just him. I always liked him in the first season as well, but I really couldn't say that out loud because so many people were so upset with Junpei. Free my boy Junpei. <laughs> and they were like, you... Junpei, no, I hate that guy. And I'm like, no, I freaking love Mato. Dude, when he's, like, making fun of Junpei dying, it's so good. Like, honestly, it was whatever. Like, 
But also, fuck Mappa for writing or drawing that ending that had, <laughs> that had, was it the ending or the opening? It was the, it was the ending. Was, yeah, it was the, no, because the ending was them, that, that. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, it, was it, the, was the, it was the, it the opening. opening. Yeah. The end of the opening having Junpei in a goddamn, like, Jujutsu High, like, outfit. Because, like, you're like my boy. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> episode he, later, <laughs> he's well, cause he was in it from the beginning yeah. from episode, from the first episode on, he's like at the end, you like don't know any of the characters, whatever. Well, no, I'm not talking about the opening, but like, oh yeah, kinetically he was in like two episodes. Yeah. And then he was, and then you're like, oh, this is that guy. And you're like, how's he gonna, how's he gonna turn sides? Cause he yeah. definitely was not a good guy at first. Right. Uh, and it was, oh, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. I didn't really care. I didn't have a emotional connection to Junpei. So when he like died, I went, oh my God. And then went, all right. Like, and kind of moved on. I'm, I guess a minority there because so many people loved him and then was just like, what the hell? But I was just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> For me, it was, uh, it was just because, like, he was Yuji's friend. Like, they were just... Yeah, I guess. And, like, Yuji, like, as we've seen, didn't have a lot of friends growing up. Yeah. Or, or from, like, what we've seen. Um, like, he really wasn't friends with the people he was in the club with in the first season. He just did it so that he could go visit his grandfather in the hospital. Yeah. Um, but then, like, as he goes to Jujutsu High, he becomes friends with Megami and Nobara very quickly. Uh, s more s sort of, because they're, like, kind of whatever... Nobara's very aggressive towards him. He's like, I don't think they were really friends. I think they were kind of like, who the hell's this random kid who can't fucking do anything, but the only reason why he's here is because he ate a damn finger. Well, Megami was that way at first. Nobara was just Nobara like- was like, don't get in my way, wasn't she? Yeah, but then she kind of like respected him towards the end of that fight. Um, I, I guess. And like, obviously, Megami was very sad and like wanted to get Yuji back when Sukuna took over in that. Like, after the- like, like prison yeah um and he was very sad to see him die uh because we see in like well, i think it would be traumatizing in any capacity to see someone rip their fucking heart out i mean but at the same time like we kind of you know jumping to like season two kind of to talk toto when he's talking to yuji at a point is like this is the life you signed up for right. becoming a jujutsu sorcerer yeah is like you are going to watch your friends die or you are going to watch people die and like megami and nabara like obviously know that more than yuji because well at least megami because yeah. he's raised by gojo and he understands right. like raised, yeah. he understands like jujutsu society we sort of understand nabara's backstory we just know she could use cursed energy and she was from a small town yeah. but um like if she she wasn't super privy to it it would make more sense for her to be upset yeah but like after he dies in season one we or yuji dies in season one we see like the next episode like maki like says something to them right and panda has to be like calm down they're very sad their friend just died and it's like they specifically called him their friend well yeah because i don't they had gone on like all mission together you know I've, i think i would I, I actually that was their first mission together I say people are my friends in stories even if they aren't just because it sounds better than this random person i'll go oh yeah this friend of mine if they aren't my friend so that but, <laughs> but here's the thing is like that makes sense if like you have no relationship with that person but he could have been like their classmate died but he was like their friend died i suppose i like i don't call everyone i went to school with my friend i'll be I like do. my classmate because it, I don't say classmate. That's too many syllables. Or someone I went to school with. I say that a lot. You do say that a lot. But yeah, no, there's there's so much good with Shibuya though. Yeah. Can I can I talk? Maybe. Go ahead. This is my podcast. Yeah. Uh, Shibuya was great. I loved the uh, changing in, of the art style and certain fights and everything and a lot of the effects. I know a lot of people hated a lot of the uh, ghosting that went in <laughs> the, the animation, but I think it, was it is what it is. Ghosting and more dimming, that was the problem. Dimming was a big thing, but I know at the beginning of the Shibuya arc, I'll, there was a lot of complaining about ghosting. It was the the locust fight. Yeah, everyone complained. Uh, but then yeah, I guess it was it got dark in areas, but it made sense. They were in a subway well, system. Well, the one that doesn't make sense. I don't know how much you remember. I only remember because I saw a clip of it. Is when Toji jumps into uh Dagon's domain. Yeah, and they're on like a beach. Did it dim? It was super bright, and then Toji starts running, and it's like dark. Oh, I don't remember. It must not have bothered me that much. It was a, a little. 
little of these things, a lot of these things I don't necessarily realize, or if I do, I just go, that's part of the show, and then someone has to point it out to me and go, that's this what this is what this is, and I go, oh, well, it didn't bother me that much to complain about it. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of the fights, very great. I loved when, you know, Mahito jumps in and just starts fighting people. Favorite fight? Oh, I loved the Chozo Yuji fight. Very good fight. That might be one of my favorites of that season, was that fight. Very good fight, very good choreography in that fight. Mm-hmm. It's a very, like, Yuji tries to be hand-to-hand. Yeah. Chozo, not so much. That one, I think, you know, the heart-wrenching one of Toji and Megumi. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. What were yours? I'd have to go Sukuna Maharaga. Okay. Uh, because Sukuna is one of my favorite characters. Uh, I've said that since the beginning of the show. My other one is the Toto Mahito Yuji fight. Um, yeah. Did you enjoy the uh, little anime kind of song thing, whatever? Oh, are you talking about when uh, Toto opens the, up his locket? <laughs> the locket falls and it opens and he has this, because like, it's so funny because the manga does this really well where they show those scenes, but it's like right before it, it goes, this is all in Toji's head. Or Toto's. Oh, no. Sounds like, whoa. This is all in Toto's head. But like in the anime, they don't say that. They're just like, the locket they opens. Did, they don't did say they? it. They had a little. Did they have a little they, excerpt? Yeah, they oh. had a little uh, text on the screen that said that. I must have missed that. But yeah, it was yeah. so funny when he's just like, it's him going through like with his idol and Yuji. Yes. And it ends with like the clap, but it's him like slapping Mahito. So mm-hmm. good. That and the like, it's like a, I, a lot of people called it like a My Hero reference when Yuji throws the rock and Toto boogie woogies with it to hit his black flash. Yeah. Because that was so such a good scene. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have gotten that reference, have not watched My Hero. You will soon, because we're going to catch up for the next season coming out this year. I'm watching a lot of anime right now. Yeah? What animes are you watching? I'm watching a lot of anime right now. Before we get into the 2024 winter season, final thoughts on JJK? Uh, 10 out of 10, fuck Mappa. I'm really excited for you to be back. Oh, yeah. I I think the one thing that the Shibuya arc did was get me really excited for the Culling game. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about Yuta coming back is so many people who, like, didn't watch JJK Zero thought Junpei was back. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of memes on the internet of being like, Junpei's back. It's different. Yeah, I could y- see that. Because Yuta's hair looks a lot more like Junpei's now. And then one question, because we kind of just, like, skipped over it. What did you think about the big character deaths? I guess, oh. like, spoiler alert for people who haven't seen the Shuya arc, but, yes. I mean, we've already talked about a lot of spoilers, so it's a little late now, but... Yeah, spoiler alert for the character deaths. Um, so, Mechamaru's hit hard. Um, I think a lot of people forget that one. I, 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 it happened, and I was sad with the context of him and, what's her name? Miwa. Miwa. Yep. And I, I thought that whole concept was sad, because the entire time we've known Mechamaru, he's been away from them, like, like physically, he's been, you know, this. He's been this. Yeah. And so I thought that was really sad because it seemed like his feelings were actually reciprocated. And so I was like, oh, that that hurts. But then at the same time, like, it was just this character that, like, they, they had to add this chunk to make me care. Because if they hadn't added that whole, like, those feelings and everything, I just would have been like, that sucks, and then moved on. Um, I think for me, it was just because I thought he was going to win it. Like, I didn't think um, he was going to win. Yeah. I thought he was going to survive. I yeah. thought he was going to make it to Shibuya. Um, and then... Because it's so jarring. He's, like, about to stab the drill in. And then uh, Ghetto and Mahito... Yeah, we'll say Ghetto for now. Ghetto and Mahito are just walking away. And it's just like, he didn't win. I was like, oh my god. Say Ghetto for now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it wasn't revealed then. I mean... True. Nanami's was a sad death. Yeah, I uh, I knew that one going into it. Still cried a little. Uh, I don't know if you saw. I was tearing up. That one was sad. And then Nobara. Nobara was whatever. I still, like, she's a great character as, like, a female character in a male-dominated genre. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, Maki's but... Maki's better. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Um, we skipped one. Hanami. We skipped Hanami. <laughs> we skipped a lot. Who else died? Mahito. We didn't get there yet. What? We I was going order. Oh, well, I I wasn't. I was just sporadically saying it's, it's funny because you did go in order. Well, with skipping you, Hanami, you started. I started with Mechamaru because that's the beginning of the Shibuya. Yeah. And then we jumped to technically the next would be Hanami in a sick fight. Yeah. 
Oh, um, yeah. With Gojo? Yeah. 100%. The Disaster Curses versus Gojo. And then, fuck, Nanami is the next death. Yeah, no, I just went to him because he was the one I cared about. No, that's fair. But then, uh, then Nobara dies. Tochi um, dies again. Yeah, Tochi does die again. <laughs> uh, Dagon dies. Jogo dies. That one's rough. Yeah. Who else? Yuji's uh, faith in humanity dies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's the two girls. Oh, uh, get yeah, that's like adopted. adopted yeah, adopted girls. Like, oh my god, that was like that was brutal, but like fantastic because it was a reminder to the audience that Sakuna doesn't give a fuck. No, if anyone thought, because like a lot of things I heard when I started JJK was like, oh, it's the Naruto aspect where it's like Naruto with Kurama. Not that way. He's not like Kurama. He's not friendly. Yeah. Mahito's death was. It, it was done well. I don't think I really felt for it, though. I did because I love him. <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. Oh, um, and I was like, God damn it. He did a phenomenal performance for the voice actor and phenomenal performance for the character. And now he's gone. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's really any other major character deaths in the season. Not that I can think of. No. To jump into the 2024 winter season. I'm watching so much anime, and uh, I'm, I'm not even completely caught up on all the anime I'm watching. I still have to watch three shows, and one of them I am watching with you. Yeah, uh, I am watching two. Well, and so, uh, so I, I'm I'm watching two right now. I was gonna pick up a third uh, on my own, and then watch two more with you. Yeah, because I've caught up to how many episodes are out for one of them. Yep. And I've told you, you need to catch up so we can watch it together. I'm just going to go down my list. We'll save the big one for last again. God. <laughs> and kind of, because I'm just going to go over some of the little, little little small ones. Because what the only one that you're watching right now is the big one and then the Apothecary Diaries. Yes. You haven't watched anything else. No, I, I'll, I, real quick, I'll go over what I was going to, the one I was going to pick up myself. What? Uh, Mashal. I was going to oh, yeah. watch through Mashal season one to watch season two, which is coming out right now. All I know about it is it's Harry Potter, but it has a banger opening for season two. Season two's uh, opening is great. I really do like that song, but not enough <laughs> to actually pick up the show. I went, oh, this is a great song, but I don't want to watch it still. I just want to listen to the song. Yeah. Um. So I'll, yeah, I'll start at the top of my list. So the first one I am watching is Cherry Magic. Yeah. Uh, it has a longer title, and I don't remember it, and I'm not going to say it because it's it's just ridiculous. Because are you going to- I was going to look it up for you. It up? It's like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh my God. I told you it's a lot. I saw you just say Cherry Magic, and everyone knows what you're talking about. You ready for it? I, I can you read, it. read it. Yeah, Cherry Magic, 30 years of virginity can make you a wizard. It's, and that's why you just say Cherry Magic, because if you read that entire title, someone would be like, I am not picking this up. But here's the thing. I'm <laughs> Let me it's, say- Hang on. It's really funny. You say that the title makes me want to pick it up. Okay, well, it's so it's a BL. That's whatever to me. Um, anime. I I love BL. Yeah. Uh, as a queer person myself, I love any LGBTQ plus representation in media. But I love BLs. I love Given. Um, Sasaki and Miyano, I believe, was the one. Uh, you're not even gonna mention free. Free. <laughs> um, but so no, Cherry Magic. It is. It is goofy. It is so fun and. My notes for it is Goofy BL. I love this so much with like 10 explanation points. Yeah, roughly 10. <laughs> and because so essentially what happens is, and this isn't like spoilers because it's within the like first five minutes of this episode, is essentially what the title is, is this guy turns 30 years old and he gets a power. He goes, when you turn 30 and if you're a virgin still, you get this power. And his power is to read minds of whoever he is touching. Oh my God. So if he's ever touching someone. And so the whole concept is also insane because within Japan, you are always bumping into someone and touching someone. Like crowded trains, right. you're touching someone. You Having been to Japan? Yes. You are always in this like whatever of touching someone. Well, so what happens in the, the goofiness of it all is that he bumps into a coworker at his job who works with him and he just hears the thoughts and he goes oh, I'm so glad I got to see this person so early in the morning. And he thinks it's some girl. And as they're like walking off the elevator, he like gets bumped and the guy goes to help. And then because they are touching, he was like, oh God, I'm so close to him. He's so beautiful. 
And the guy's like freaking out because he knows he's like, this is such an invasion of privacy, but I can't fucking help it. And so it's just these like, this like great, like coming to terms with like feelings type of thing. He's kind of trying to navigate how he feels, but at the same time, he's very open on like, I have had no romantic uh, relationships. So I'm very new to this whole thing. And it's just like, and then it's very like sweet because the other character isn't like pushy. He like, when he tends to read his thoughts a lot of the times, he's like, oh, I don't want to push him too much. He is so inexperienced. I don't want to scare him away. So it's very cute. It's very fun. Uh, I have a quick question. Yes. If uh, after he's 30, if he loses his virginity, does he lose his wizard powers? I don't think so. Wasn't sure if that was top stuff on yet. I don't know. That his, it, there's okay. like three episodes <laughs> out. But it, it, it's so fun. It's like, it's such a cute little uh, anime. And I'm so glad. We love a good BL. Yeah. So the next one I have watched or I've been watching is Mr. Villain's Day Off, which is another fun little like cutesy kind of like anime. Yeah. And it's this it's this anime or it's this this villain, Mr. Villain, and he's from a different planet and he is on Earth because the plan is to like infiltrate Earth and take over um eradicate humankind. Okay. But so the episodes are following his days off and he's obsessed with pandas so the majority of the show is him going to the zoo to look (laughs) at the pandas or he'll be like his experience at at, like the kumbinis in japan and and it was just it's such like it's a cute little like this is just some goofy ass shit yeah uh, and he, like, one of the recent episodes is, like, this guy came. He's like, oh, I'm so excited. I get to work with Mr. Villain and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, hi. And he goes, so on my day off, I went to the zoo because you had a report on how we need to uh, go to the zoo. And he was <laughs> like, did you see the pandas? <laughs> and he's just obsessed with pandas. It's so, it's just, like, a little, like, goofy thing. I'm not sure. I, you can tell there's, like, some kind of, like, tension. Because then you have this other guy who's, like, a guard of the universe. And his, like, job to like fight the the villain mr villain yeah and but every time they bump into each other it's mr villain's day off like i'm calling a truce today because it is my day off and i am not working and it's just so funny (laughs) Uh, because and then it's just like them like navigating earth yeah and so that's another one i am watching which i think it's, it's just cute and fun and it's nothing like serious and with the serious animes that we are watching it's nice to uh get not. that yeah <laughs> yeah i watched and caught up with the demon prince of momoichi's house and was not sure where i was going with that or what was going i watched like the opening i never watched a scene never watched i have no idea what this is but it was interesting. It's leave. It has some questions for me. It's this girl inherits this house, and then there's this demon prince who lives there, and he's like protecting everything. And there's something about her that we haven't learned yet. There's like okay. this this mystery surrounding the girl because she has some type of like power. Or the house. They're like, oh, the house listens to you, and it's like, well, it's all because she's Momo uh Momoichi blood or whatever. And it's just like it's very interesting. Or yeah, Momo. Oh, it's Momochi, not Momoichi. I haven't misspelled it. It's Momochi. And yeah, yeah. But, but it's just like, there's something about her. Because then these like demons, it's like yokai, supernatural stuff. But then you can tell there's like hints of like, you can tell there's hints of like romance in it. Like that that might be building up or whatever. Or there, there's just like these things that have not been revealed to us that are like raising questions. Like, why is he acting like this? Why is this happening? This and so another one that I will continue to watch and enjoy because I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Then we have Buchigiri, which... That's the one you want me to catch up on. That's the one I want you to catch up on. It is just bonkers. Uh, I watched one clip at work. Very goofy. It's goofy. It's bonkers. It's like this kid transfers to go to this new high school. He gets there and essentially this high school is like run by two different gangs. And it was like, ooh, are you going to join one? He's like, I want nothing to do with these fucking gangs. But then, you know, things are happening. And I will say the character designs in this show, they're very hot. The, like, leader of the one gang, very attractive. I would say, fuck, I have competition, but you have a Shikamaru tattoo. I do have a Shikamaru tattoo. Yeah, I I wrote a lot of hit character designs, to be honest. Great animation. It's from MAPPA. Uh, From what I read, original work by MAPPA. Not from, like, a manga. Which, they're pumping out original work because they also just released a movie on Netflix that was, like, an original movie from MAPPA. What's the name of the movie? I don't remember. Okay. It's in my Netflix queue. Got it. But it was, the the 
first like episode or two, it was funny. It kind of felt like a Yakuza game because the kid was just like, he's in this one area and this third gang that I, we don't know much about this third gang yet, like kind of like kicks him up. But then they're like chasing him. So he's running down like through the town trying to get away from them. And he's like, oh, I think I'm good. And then all of a sudden three different ones pop out of nowhere. And it just reminded me of like Yakuza when like other gangs just pop out of fucking nowhere and are like, ah, I'm going to beat you. I love the Yakuza games. They're so good. But so what happens is he meets this genie and the genie's like, Grant, let me grant a wish. And it was very Chainsaw Man where the kid's wish is to lose his virginity. Heck yeah. He's like me for real. (laughs) And so it was just like so funny. And I think the only thing that is a little iffy with me with this, which isn't like a spoiler because again, I've only watched three episodes and... It has nothing to do with the plot. Well, it kind of does have some to do with the plot. But the girl, there's this girl that the main character is kind of like, ooh, he wants to, like, date her. She's in love with her brother. Like, uh. like in an incestuous way. And that was the one thing that I was kind of like, eh. But the thing is, the brother's like, fuck off. Like, okay. he's like, I want nothing to, like, he's like, he's not, like, reciprocating anything. So the girl's kind of just fucking batshit crazy is what it seems like. Yeah. I found out that the director of this show, though, did... Like, started their career doing free. You mentioned free earlier. I did. Uh, so, there's a lot of, like, homosexual undertones within this show, which, again, I I love that. <laughs> um, yeah. And when you find out who the director is, you're like, okay, this kind of this kind of uh, makes sense. The director also did uh, State the Infinity, Banana Fish, a lot of very not straight right. pieces of media. The two or the three shows that I haven't started or caught up with was A Sign of Affection. And I've heard great things about A Sign of Affection. Okay. I heard that it's going to make me cry. So I think that's one of the reasons why I put it off. I'm like, I don't know if I feel like crying right now. Yeah. And then I wanted to watch Delusional Monthly Magazine. Okay. That just seemed like some kind of goofy good old time. Yeah. And then the one, the last one was the one that we needed to watch together, which is why I haven't caught up with it, which was Sengoku Yoko. Um, There's another one you didn't mention here that I'm pretty sure is coming out this season i could be wrong my love with yamada no, no, no. that was last year was that last that year? was last year i'm watching it right now it was my love story with yamada kun at level 999 999 that came out spring 2023 did it i thought it was coming out now no i just started watching it because when i got my tattoo the one artist was like oh have you watched this you need to and so i started watching it another yeah. fantastic anime i'm obsessed with I haven't finished it because I needed to catch up on stuff. I was like, why did I hear it recently then? I forgot it was nominated for an award it for was- like best romance. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but, then. But yeah, then Sengoku Yoko, which kind of is giving me a little bit of Inuyasha vibes. Yeah. Just by character design. That's absolutely it. But... The one main character with white hair. And Long white hair. And yeah. But he has a tail and Inuyasha doesn't have a tail. So I think he has four tails. I, it's still Based on the one clip we saw, I think it's four tails. That wasn't wrong. <laughs> and then the last one that we are watching together, the big anime of the season. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's watching it. It was slated to be the anime of the year. So, oh boy. And we are going to go into it right now, but all my notes say in capital letters is big meh. Yeah. Um, it looks pretty. Uh, I think like the most recent episode that just came out yesterday, we're filming, you already said we're filming this on Sunday, um, looked very pretty. I loved the way they did some of the lines for the fight. Um, oh my God, though, we watched Apothecary Diaries right after. Both are 23 minute episodes. I felt like I was watching solo leveling for like an hour. Yeah, and that's the issue with solo leveling. I was thinking about it, and I sat there, and I was just like, what's going on with this? And I think it's, like you said, it's very nice to look at. It's great animation. The main character, I'm just whatever with, and... Which I think he's getting better. He's getting, I, I hope he's getting better. But I, we're four episodes in, and so this is why I said earlier when we said, oh, four episodes, not almost halfway done, but it's almost, we're almost at the halfway point of this Because it's season. a 12-episode season. But it's a 12-episode season, so I think it's a little bit different when I say, hey, this is almost halfway done, because we only have so many episodes where, like, with Apothecary Diaries, we've had 12, and now we've had another four, and, yeah. like, we're still enjoying it. I, so I think it's a little bit different. But with solo leveling, I think one of the issues is they give you, like, these little breadcrumbs of great action sequences and then it's surrounded by like exposition and like over explaining mechanics and random scenes of a girl character 
that like his, his sis, one was like his sister and yep. you're like what and like it's just it's not adding to me it's or it was just there to explain like that's who this character is so when you see her later that's what it was yeah it's wild the the pacing just hits weird moments like i'm like okay the pacing's getting faster and i feel like it's every time we're not focusing on the main character i feel like the pacing goes at like a breakneck speed yeah and then we get to moments with the main character and i'm just like oh come on like figure it out i think what really got me was in this most recent episode when they were explaining the concept of like a video game to us like oh if the name is in white that means it's an easy enemy. If it's in orange, it means it's on level with me. If it's red, it's a more difficult enemy. And I'm like, no shit. What? Why are you explaining this to me? Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, the majority of people who have picked up this manhwa are probably like the circles of the people who read this manhwa and people who play video games probably intersect because like why would you most people are like oh yeah i play video games and this is a manhwa about video games so i'm gonna read it so they probably already know this video game concept so why are you explaining it to the audience like they have never encountered a video game in their life yeah um i think it was not it wasn't this episode i think it was last episode when they first started introducing the game mechanics yeah he has like a ui pop-up in front of him yeah which like I get it. Would probably be jarring to me. But, like, the dude goes... Like, his sister comes in because he's in the hospital. And he goes, how do you open your messages or, like, your inbox in video games? And she's just, like, confused. Because, like, not only, like, are they adults. Like, he's supposed to be, like, at least a working age adult. But, like, it's just the fact that, like, you wouldn't think that video games are real. Especially when... Or, like, wouldn't be really into video games when looking at the culture, not only just of the anime, but, like, the idea of it's based on, like, a Korean manhwa and video games are very heavily into Koreans' culture, South Koreans' culture, as well as, like, Japanese culture, to be like, oh, these video game mechanics, he doesn't know. And it's like, what? Yeah, I think, yeah, it was just, like, weird. It was a weird decision to have and maybe there's context that we're not getting because we haven't read the manhwa but i it just seemed very strange to me where i'm even what they could have done they could have still explained the video game mechanics like the enemies or whatever but they could have done it in a way where it didn't feel like they were just trying to explain video games to you like have the character go oh it's red this must mean he's much overpowered than me. And then that, leave it at that. Because then you, you, you're okay. Like me, him saying that would be like, no, Sherlock. Yeah. But to a, maybe an audience, someone who's watching it, a viewer might not really understand that it's, but it's not over explaining. There was so much over explaining. There was so much just, it seemed like this main character is the dumbest person in the world. Yeah. And that's how they're setting him up to be. And I don't want to- He's leveling up his intelligence. It's fine. Well, what he did was he put all of his skill points into strength. Yeah. Rookie move. Not when it comes to a fighting, uh, like an RP, like a, he's basically becoming like a DPS in an RPG. So it would make sense to put him into strength. Yeah. Until he's overpowered in strength and then something happens and he's a fucking moron. And it was like, oh, you should have put some in intelligence. That's probably true. I see because I'm the type of player every time I have these like oh put your skill points somewhere I try to make a well-rounded character maybe some have a little bit more like my HP usually always has more because I suck (laughs) and so I always go oh give me a little bit more health thank you but I always try to make like well-rounded characters with the stats I don't focus it all in one it's like you skip leg day bro like see i am exactly like how he would be uh my theory for like a game like this or like my way of playing it is they can't defeat me if i can defeat them faster because i'm stronger well but you put all your points in strength and none in agility they're faster than you yeah i hit harder but not if they hit you first because they're faster than you uh so technically like it's weird basically from what i was basically what you're not wrong um but basically what i was like reading uh and like i heard some of the differences like from social media that like the way the strength stat works is like weird 
like in this, in this manhwa. Yeah, so he like talks about how his body feels lighter. Um, so it's literally just like building his muscles everywhere not just in his like arms or like his strength to hit things but you can be strong in your legs that doesn't make you faster that's no but it helps cardio yeah but like having strong legs helps and then uh it apparently is also making him taller that's stupid uh, why does he need to be taller um because a dude who's like six four and a dude who's like five eight if they have the like same you can get a lot more muscle when you're bigger than you can at 5'8". Uh, I've seen some pretty string beanie uh, 6'3 people. No, like, don't get me wrong. You can, but, like, they have... They can bulk up huge, though. I suppose. I still think it's dumb. Anyways. Yeah, it's just not good. Uh, But I've also... Real quick, sorry. Have seen and heard that, like, it's very different from the manhwa. Not very different. It's partially different from the manhwa. Because, like, you mentioned these characters that they're focusing on. Apparently, they don't do that for a while in the manhwa. It's, like, volumes in that we don't meet some of these characters. Yeah, I've heard that, too. I've, I've heard that that was something that, like, in the first episode, they kind of showed you characters that you, you, you wouldn't have met. Uh, I think the biggest one that they showed super early was the uh, president dude. That, like, yeah. he explains, like, the currency that they use from destroying monsters. He's not seen for, like, a while. Okay. You mentioned, like, the sister and her... F- I don't know if you mentioned her friend. Well, yeah, her friend goes to, like, talk to her in the classroom because she's like, your brother, blah, 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 and she's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they're playing her up to be, like, super big. Uh, apparently she's not. She's, like, a very not important character. They just needed to show her because when he's asking her a question, the audience would be like, who's this random girl he's talking to? I think the last one that they've kind of more heavily focused on than they did in the manhwa was the, uh, the chick that did that sick move where she jumped over the guys on the motorcycle and, like, flipped them off. Forget her name. that she's one of the s rank hunters oh they asked her to lead like a b rank mission but she's like super famous because the hunters are famous and she wears like a cap and throws her hood up but like these guys like robbed a chick and with or like robbed a purse from someone and they're riding away on a motorcycle and she jumps over and like stops them and everyone's like oh my god and then they're like wait it's her and then she like jumps onto the buildings and runs away well at the end of the day we're going to continue on with the show. It's the biggest of the season. So so you kind of have to watch it and suffer through it so we can continue to talk about it. And hope that I hope it gets better now that, you know, he's leveling up. You, he's shown that he Based on is strong outside of this video game dungeon and everything that he can start doing more. I yeah. hope it continues to progress and it just makes the story better. But I, who knows? We'll see, because the, the first four episodes kind of, you know, they they were a struggle to get through, but yeah. we'll just keep going. Uh, based on the end of the last episode, I think it will, because as you said, he's stronger now, and he's like, not a whiny little bitch. I just hate the fact that we got four episodes in, and now it's like, oh, it might start getting good now, and I'm like, if it gets good by the end of the season, then it's done. I sit there and I go, okay, great. Now the, it's over and I have to either wait for more or it gets canceled. But it's probably not going to get canceled with the amount of hype that went around this. It is like the biggest thing people talked about for like months leading up to it. So where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on every platform at Pimp of Games. Every platform. Yeah. Twitch, YouTube. You on threads? Funny enough, no. I never made a thread. So not every platform. Who uses threads? First of all, who still uses threads? People do. I get notifications all the time on my uh, Instagram that's like, you should look at this threads. <laughs> you might like this threads post. Um, I think my Instagram is still Pimp of Games. But uh, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, um, TikTok. I think Instagram. I'm double checking that right now. Yes, it is still Pimp of Games on uh, Instagram. So, yeah. And where can they find you? And you, people can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Ashley Mar6, M-A-R-C-I-X, because yeah. who knows how other people might spell that. Instagram, I'm a dose of Ashley. Mm-hmm. YouTube is Sake and Sass Pod or Ashley Mar6. 
or Marsix Gaming. <laughs> There's so many YouTubes. Is this going? If we start doing video, is this going to its own channel? It. I have uh, Sake and Sass Pod YouTube channel. Okay, so I wasn't sure because I, I, I do plan on posting the audio-only version on YouTube. Okay, to try and you know get the word out. Yeah, just with like the logo. Yeah, the logo. I'm gonna do some kind of little animation like this is audio only. Sit back and relax. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I stream on Twitch Tuesdays and Thursdays, starting typically around six p.m. at Central Standard Time, and then sporadically on the weekends. I if you go to my YouTube channel for Ashley Mar Six, there's probably nothing there except a review of a protein powder. I'm currently working on launching that. I think that is the only video. <laughs> that is the only video because I haven't uploaded the current one I just shot. And then we have Marsix Gaming where I put some of my old Twitch streams plus some gameplay that I record off stream as well. Yeah, it's one, one video. Of the one video, part. but hold on, go back. Look, there's 382 views. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And this is a weekly podcast, so you should expect... Episode number two next week around the same time, and we will probably be uh, graciously co-hosted by Nick again, unless he makes me mad sometime before then. Very likely to happen. We'll see. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. Have a great rest of your day, and we will be back with the next episode. Bye bye. Bye.